Good afternoon, Law Tog friends. My name is Rachel Branke. I'm head attorney and photographer here at the Law Tog, the go-to legal resource for photographers. In this week's live, I am going to be talking about commercial photography. Now, I get it. Anytime you're putting yourself out like a business, you're in commercial activity. But what I'm specifically referring to is engaging in the business of selling photography that is going to be used commercially for like marketing purposes, headshots, product photography, and all of that. I want to bring this information to you. If you're a commercial photographer, stick around. If you are a portrait photographer and you're like, I'm not really going to get into it. I want you to stick around and listen to this because one of the things that we saw during pandemic was that everything shut down. I mean, think about it. March 2020, the whole world stopped. All of our businesses really stopped from being able to go out and see our clients. In fact, you know, I'm also a business strategist, obviously attorney, but also business strategist. I have my MBA. And so I was working with a lot of photographers during that time who were like, oh my gosh, I can't go shoot weddings. I can't do this. I can't do that, but I need money. What can I do? Well, guess what did not completely stall during that time? commercial photography. Many people were setting up online businesses and they needed product photography or they needed marketing location update photography. In fact, there's so many local businesses just around me that took the time during pandemic to like redo the inside of the restaurant. What did they need then? Photography or new business owners. They rebranded because they had time to work on it. What did they need? New product photography to put on their websites. And so for me, like I have always said from the very beginning, and it's kind of been my journey as well, portrait photography into commercial that was logical for me, but it's also exactly what I think that you guys should bring to the table as well. All right, sorry about that. I wanted to turn on Do Not Disturb so that we can continue in this and not be disturbed for the rest of this. So commercial photography, how do we want to approach this? Well, we want to be sure that we are engaging in understanding how exactly all the commercial photography works. By the way, if you're watching this live, please drop a comment below. As I've said in all the other videos, we love to see all the interaction. If you like the topics or not, if you're watching on the replay, please press type in replay. It'll let us know if we are on the right track of the content that all of you want. As always, I am an attorney, but I'm not your attorney. This is general information. The Law Talk does have contracts, licenses, and other resources. Before I get into all the content here to talk to you about commercial photography specifics and adding in commercial photography as a revenue stream to your photography business, we are releasing and it's already, I think, available on the site, ready for pre-enrollment, we are gonna have a commercial licensing course taught by yours truly. It will be out soon. Pre-sale is available on thelawtalk.com, uh, but we, I will go in deep on negotiating. So I do a lot of commercial licensing and copyright transfer negotiations for clients, a lot of photographers with larger brands, all the way down to small mom and pop locally. Talk about pricing, getting into it, niching it, the legalities, all of the things that you need. So no more about that. Let's dig into the content for today. I've already set it up with a spoiler of why I love adding on commercial photography into your business. Let me share a little bit with you kind of like how my trajectory went. I was doing portrait photography, husband was in and out to Iraq, had little ones, was also in law school at the time. Don't ask how I found the time, but I did it. One of the things that I realized that I loved the most 
probably why I do the law talk now is that I just love business to business type of photography. It doesn't mean that I didn't love my portrait clients, but what I was finding was that I absolutely love being able to help other people also to have a piece of entrepreneurship as well. I love it just as much. And I'll tell you what, I was even thinking about this. I wasn't going to share this, but I was thinking about this this morning. I was updating the podcast over at rachelbrangy.com and we're going through and we're looking at all these photo assets that these other entrepreneurs have been sending in. And frankly, it's to the point that sometimes they may be amazing guests in content. It really does make us pause because we're like, we can't use these visual assets. It doesn't fit with the aesthetic, doesn't fit with the brand. And frankly, it doesn't do anything to help boost those entrepreneurs either. And you know what, as photographers, we get it. We know how important visual imagery is. That's why if you hop online, the best people that have the best branding and the aesthetics are gonna be creatives because that is what we're selling. We're selling intellectual property, the brand and the feeling. But there are many business owners out there who are not even embracing the aesthetics because they don't even know where to start. I feel like this is a market um, gap that we could fill. And this is kind of like what I started to see too when I was in my own photography journey was that not only could I pick when I worked with commercial, I definitely could charge more because it was either copyright transfer or it was a really extensive commercial license. And I, because at the time, you know, I was dealing with trying to be around um, school and the kids and husband wasn't home and all these sort of things that allowed for flexibility, but and allowed me to serve other people to have a piece of the entrepreneurship pie, like I mentioned before. But what I found there, and I see even now still, even through today, I'm telling you, so many businesses are out there and they either kind of know that they need this photography and it could be a business, simply it is a mom and pop shop down the street, all the way up through large influencers, you name it. Anybody that's also trying to make money is in commercial, they're in business, and I feel like this is a income stream that so many portrait photographers are overlooking. But what I love even more about the fact is not only can we offer to them solid, good imagery, it is flexible and it is good money and you get to take your experience as a business owner, put yourself out as an authority to them. You have the social proof, you have the visuals, you have the professional output, the photography to do, but you're able to then also help guide them. I know many of you are probably thinking, I don't wanna be a coach, I don't wanna do any of that, but guess what? We coach along our portrait clients when they come to us too. We're talking, you know, you may not identify as a stylist, but I'd be willing to bet you help answer questions about location, about clothing, about props if they're available. So why would we not think of trying to offer the same and by doing a commercial revenue stream? And you can be as involved with people or uh, away from people, social distance, social distance from people as much as possible. Like I mentioned before, I saw many clients that I worked one-on-one through my consulting, photographers whose whole world had stopped, wedding photographers, etc., especially wedding photographers, I feel like, they, I saw them thrive during pandemic because they were reaching out, putting themselves out there as product photographers. It's not really, when it comes to like product type photography or landscape photography, it cannot be that different than what a lot of us are already doing. You know, many people order do weddings, you set up flat lays. 
it's could not be that different depending on the aesthetic and the style that your client wants to translate into product photography because guess what you've already been photographing products the jimmy chews the rings the flowers and everything you just weren't necessarily selling those to vendors why don't we do that in the same process and in fact i'm going to not talk about it in this video but i feel like when it comes to like commercial photography especially like with real estate photographers you can look at not only just licensing to real estate agents but then you're looking at brokers you're looking at each individual type of um oh what's the word i'm looking for not utility um uh, refrigerator dishwasher what's the word for that it's just completely skipping my mind i've been on phone calls all day uh appliances oh my god appliances okay so you can even look at licensing so you can see how you can take one commercial session and you can make multiple income streams from it and the other thing too is here friends if you just absolutely love portrait photography and you're like oh commercial will be a nice add-on but i don't want it to be my main one cross marketing Friends, cross-marketing is my absolute favorite. In my transition, I went from portrait into commercial photography, doing primarily headshots and marketing shots for like law firms, doctors, and that sort of stuff locally. But what I would do is I still, even to this day, will photograph families. You won't see them on the internet. You won't see them anywhere else. But why is that? Because I'm not marketing for it, and I only keep that for those that are my commercial clients. You could do it in the inverse, too. Take your portrait clients, and if you just want to keep your niche small and your scope small, but you want to add on this commercial, maybe you have a portrait client who you do with their family every year, and they're doctors that own their own doctor's office approach them cross market because guess what when you already have a client in the door they're more likely to buy from you you're saving time money and energy not only getting them to buy from you again and again like yearly family sessions or crossing into another niche but also when it comes to commercial photography with headshots marketing shots product shots you name it it's going to result more often than not in a higher financial return for you. Typically those are going to be very digital based. So you're not necessarily having to concern yourself with albums and wall art, even though I love that personally. Some you might, if you're going to certain locations to put on walls, but maybe you want to start very slowly and incrementally with local businesses just for digitals, just to get your feet in there. And then you can start with looking at just licensing, maybe copyright transfer, which, which is, and I've done a video before, that's typically common in commercial photography because many, especially larger companies, don't want to worry, have to worry about rights management. They'd rather just get all the things and then you should get all the payment, right? So the these are just a little bit of tidbits that you can put into your mind. And I know I'm talking really fast. I'm going to flesh out more of it um, in future videos and also in the commercial licensing course to dig down into it, but I wanted to throw it out here for y'all to kind of get your brains around, okay, there is potential for these other income streams. And I hope that something that we have learned out of pandemic is that we should not just completely focus in one area. Now I understand, I understand. This smacks in the face a little bit of the niche messaging that I've been throwing out at Rachel Branke and that I talk about a lot in marketing. I know, I know, I'm not necessarily known for the law dog for marketing, I love it. Obviously I've done fairly well at it because all of you guys are here watching me right now. 
I am a huge fan of starting very narrow, terrifyingly niche. In fact, I just did a video on this at Rachel Branke on Instagram last week. You can check that out when we're done here. But being so terrifyingly niche into your products and services so you can penetrate the market. But once you get your feet under yourselves and you get the money rolling and you have your process, all your contracts and everything in order for that, that is the time that you should start looking around and see how can you add on other income streams if you want to or revenue streams. And like we've seen with pandemic, many people were scrambling, trying to substitute those that already had these open streams going, just seamlessly move their efforts into those streams. So I just, I'm throwing this out here to you that you guys have the experience. You already have the legal structures in place. Just utilize the tools that you have and look around and see that you, there is more money to be made. Now, if you're someone that is newer in your photography business and you're just trying to get your feet under you, I'm not wanting you to go out and try 15 different things. I do want you to terrifyingly, scarily niche and get really good at one thing. Maybe it's commercial, maybe it's portrait, but then consider crossing over into whatever the other option is. And really, when I say cross marketing and selling, I'm talking about from portraits into commercial photography just because there's such a demand. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but just because of pandemic alone, we saw a major uptick. In fact, I think it was February of 2021, they put out a report about the, um, the IRS did of the number of applications of EINs, employer identification number, I've been the highest it had been in years. Why is that? Because so many people were afforded the opportunity, and I say that loosely because some were forced, some made the choice to, some had no choice, but to move into entrepreneurship. And we should be there as the authority and putting ourselves out there to show these other business owners, because we're doing it, why photography and imagery are so important. Be the leaders with the knowledge that like you guys are learning from the law talk when it comes to licensing. You can even teach them the things I teach you guys when you're in consultations with them about what commercial licensing means, what photos to use and not use on their social. I'm not saying go out and be a business coach. You can if, it's, if that's what you're into, but you can position yourself as an authority and stand out amongst other photographers simply by offering this commercial photography, making more money and making a true impact with it as you do it. All right, so that's all I have to put a little tidbit in your brain. Do you guys have any questions about what we talked about? Please feel free to drop it below into the comments. If you're on the replay, drop comments as well. I'll come back around and answer any questions. Just an FYI, again, we have an entire commercial licensing course that is available for pre-sale. It is discounted right now, and it will um, only be pre-sale for a couple more days, and then we'll be launching it fully. I'll walk you through all the legal know-how, how to effectively cross market that we talked about, how to penetrate into the market, how to really add this on or make it your core focus of your photography business so you can have more flexibility, time, and money. All right, well, if that's it, please feel free to reach me, leave me comments later, and I will talk to you guys next week.